Due to technical issues with our GM's audio, we unfortunately do not have Season 2, Episode 13 in its entirety. We apologize for the inconvenience, and for the sake of continuity, we have prepared this brief summary of events. The scene opens up with what's left of the party, Melody, Gray, and Patashar, collecting themselves after the battle with the possessed mist in the temporal negative space created by the time orb that had been used to seal the Fomorian god Indic. They also have the unconscious body of mist as well. Upon searching the ruins, they find the stolen treasure along with mist's personal items as well, and atop of the pile of this treasure sits one of the missing dragon eggs which Gray immediately lays claim to. Here's a quick look at that interaction. Mine! Mine! <laughs> okay! Mine! Right, I see okay. Mine! Mine! There is no, I think there is we no already debate. Know. There yeah. is no debate. Yeah. Mine. Ain't no debate. Is Mine. it passed out though? Like unless Just you wake up. I'm throwing him at Melanie. Here you go. Mine. <laughs> I have the lowest strength. Not my problem. <laughs> God damn it. I threw him to What am I rolling? On Dex? Yeah, you getting hit. Okay, well, <laughs> two sixes and boo. Hey! <laughs> she gets it. Mine. <laughs> well, I'm carrying this. I don't care. When you said it's 200 gold plus what the party had before. And wh how much is that? So 282 um, and five silver. So the, the party had 82 gold plus five silver. So now we have 282. Okay. And uh, the, I guess that's it. I'll just carry that. If anyone else, like Melody, seeing how she's been around the longest, wants to carry the rest. Yeah, I can do that. So, <laughs> Man, you already got a dragon egg. That's worth more than what we're fucking holding on right now. Okay. <laughs> so the you dragon egg is. is all grays. No, man, but no, like, no, no, the, the whole group. Is crazy. Nothing else is good. All right, everybody can have everything else. Great, good. <laughs> He's got a whole dragon egg. We're not going to bother you with the dragon egg. We're, We're not going to bother the dragon egg, man. <laughs> After that, the party begins their 600-mile journey back to their home. Not long into their travels, they come across a seemingly abandoned cart at the border of the Minotaur and Dwarven nations. The cart is sizable, with a picture of a green farm silo and the words Brayburn Farms painted on the side. Here are some of the reaction from this discovery. Does it got like a cover over the top of it? Could this be the same cart? No, could this be the same cart that the Cobalts were all That's in? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so it's not the Cobalt cart. Okay. Does this cart look like it's been used recently? So if we take this cart, we're stealing it. Yeah, someone, someone's going to come for it. Wow. Do it. Steal the cart. <laughs> but freshly abandoned, so maybe not actually abandoned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds awful, uh, setty up-ish. <laughs> I think I would, t part of me is thinking, 
I would we would have had better chance with a mimic because we could have just like gutted it and kept Something going. Thing probably is a mimic. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say we're uh, can we, uh oh my god. Uh, I mean, we probably was gonna have to take the car regardless. Yeah, he's he's pushing us pretty hard. Fuck it. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Sure. Let's take a break and let the donkey and the uh, raptor yeah, go to something to eat. Ultimately, the group decides to wait and observe the cart for a time to watch for any activity. After some time passes, two people show up around the cart. This is what happens. Okay. All right. Can we discern realities on the people? How can, like, should I not be able to see them now? Throw a fireball at them. Let's loot them. Let's go. You'll most likely be able to hear them. Yeah, yeah. Could, I'm definitely pretty sure I can hear them and probably see them. Okay. See, I told right. you we'd end up back in this damn cart if we followed your directions. Not my fault. This place all looks the same. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll have to figure out which direction we're going to go in the morning then. We should probably just, you know. Let's let's just kill him. Like hey, yo, guys! Introduce ourselves. Take <laughs> bones. Take no, <laughs> I have bones. Hey, the skull on my uh, fucking side is saying, "Take their bones." Grace. While they're debating, I'm gonna light a fire in my hand and point it at a bunch of brush. Oh yeah, I definitely light a fire in my hand and say, "Who's there?" Petashar says, it's me, Petashar. Hi, my name is Melody. <laughs> oh, okay, well. Hello. Yeah, I just sort of motion behind me and, like, make a stop sign with is my this, hand. Is this your guys' card? Yes, thank you. No, we've been using it as a landmark. Hey, y'all haven't seen any ruins around here, have you? We came from <laughs> some. <laughs> Was was there anything in it? No. Nope. God damn it! Of course, they're lying. There was gold in it. <laughs> oh well, we were expecting some kind of treasure. We weren't exactly sure what it would be, though. They're lying. There was gold in it. <laughs> yeah, and a dragon egg. Yeah, yeah it was and a dragon egg. <laughs> if you've already gotten it, it's no big concern. Well, it kind of is because. You know, <laughs> You get bunk contracts. Well, we were retrieving it for. Don't worry about him. Is that another piece of treasure? Yes. <laughs> that was actually the reason that we kind of ended up going through and finding things because this guy had some problems. And, well, obviously he's not completely over them, but we're working on it. And that's why we're taking him with us. So. Hmm. Hopefully, hoping he'll regain consciousness, but you know. Miss what? His orb? I thought that we all had that. Like, who's who is carrying it? <laughs> By the way, <laughs> just to let just to let you know, I'm a werewolf, and they did a bunch of bad shit. So I was gonna kill them. Damn! <laughs> kill the wolf. Boom. Kill him. I don't care. Yeah, come at me, bro. Sounds <laughs> like Gray doesn't want to be a part of the group anymore. Yeah, Gray's really turning tail now. 
I don't have to be nice to nobody anymore. Kill them. This is basically Kill our pet. them. Leave <laughs> them. That's basically our pet now, so. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's harmless. He's, he's on my belt. He's not going anywhere. That's when Fang pops out and chitters out of his eyeball socket. You know, I've I've only been here a couple of years, but uh, y'all are a really strange group. Yeah, we yeah, are. We sure are. <laughs> I was I inadvertently to... created by something they did wrong. Well, let's be honest. Well, okay, so far, all, most people are doing things wrong. You know, first of all, actually, there's only one person in the group that did something wrong right now. Patishar didn't do anything. By the by, I'm still holding a ball of fire in my hand. Hey, man. I can do that, too. Don't hurt the ferret. Yeah. I can hear y'all. I just gotta go see what he's doing. Mm, okay. <laughs> Sit down, dog. Well, I guess if we're invited to the campfire, we might as well introduce ourselves. Yeah, please do. Fish. Answer. I'm not a fish. <laughs> I'm Katsukihara. Okay. And... Yeah. Uh, Fiamma is an angel of the goddess of fire, Alpan. Um, I'll get more on angels in a second. Uh, I basically tell them a little bit about my birth, which wasn't terribly long ago. It was only about five or six years ago. Uh, I woke up uh, facing my god in a ring of fire for a split second, and then I got yanked out of the fire. Uh, I ended up getting sent through a crash course schooling of current affairs, of history, fight training. Uh, then my god decided to send me down to find some orbs that are apparently giving them a little bit of an issue. We're not exactly sure what's going on with them. Uh, I've been searching for around a year and then I ran into this thing. Uh, it's been following me around ever since. Uh, it's been about a year since then. Uh, we heard there may have potentially been an orb in those ruins. Unfortunately not. What are your plans for the orbs? Uh, I don't know yet. I've been sent to investigate them, so I'm not really entirely sure what they're here for. We are not sure either. Um, but we actually oh, have found a couple of orbs. So no. Yeah, we do know of the orbs. Interesting. Yeah, there's actually one where we're going. Yep. Well, where are you headed? To our guild. Back to our <laughs> guild. Check. Now, someone kind of deactivated <laughs> it. Like it's it's all like dark and it was green and now it's not. And we have one that is um, was it the was it the black one or the gray one? Because there were two, and then one got yeeted down a hole, and the other. <laughs> yeah, one yeah, yeah. One got one's in an abyss somewhere. Actually, we have no idea where it ended up because we yeah. did have it, and now it's gone. We were told that it would like end the fight we were in so so the guy that we one of the guys that we lost yeeted it down a hole to stop the attack and the other one we have in that coma guy's pocket we were traveling through the woods past the ruins of an old house and it yeeted itself out of a well ah that's <laughs> it hi yep so i'm gonna pull out from behind me and be like you mean this out, of, out of characters you know sh- even if she's trying to do some different stuff, some things never change. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll give a really quick rundown on angels. Um, any okay, god yeah. can have an angel. Uh, they typically get traits akin to their god, which means there are different types of angels from different planes, from different gods. And no two angels are like even twins. 
Uh, since uh, my particular angel is an angel of Alpan, we have no real hierarchy, save the schooling, of course, uh, preferring to be open and free like flames. Um, we might gather in small groups on occasion to celebrate our god and for certain rituals, uh, one of them being the birth uh, of a new angel. And I show my arms. My arms are all covered in like ritualistic scarring. Uh, and so long as our fire doesn't die, we can be rebirthed from the flames. Granite, uh, divine intervention, and some rare magics can stop that. Uh, and we also come back weaker than we were initially. That's why we have to go through the training every time. We're also killed once as part of our schooling, so we understand that death doesn't necessarily mean that we're done. And so there's only around 2,000 of us under her right now. So you're an off-brand phoenix, is what I'm hearing. Mm, basically. Okay. <laughs> uh, on a player level, I love how you've padded this character to be almost nigh unkillable. No, he, she is definitely killable. Uh, it she doesn't sound like under normal means. For a while. It sounds like we'll have to drown her in some water first. <laughs> but I like it. Uh, female. I'm about to get into what I look like. I'm about 5'7". I've got what looks like singed, possibly slightly burned, sleeveless hooded top. I keep the hood up. It covers uh, long gray hair that I keep in a ponytail. Uh, I'm thin. Obviously, I have ritual scars on my arms, but it's actually from the neck down. Uh, yeah, a lot no of ritual scarring. Uh, my eyes are both red and orange, and they flicker like there's flames inside of them. And my voice sounds like a campfire. You know, like trying not to stare, but at the same, and, and avoiding it, but also just being like, "So, what's your story?" You know. Well, how long have you got? <laughs> well, you know, as you can tell, we've we've been through a lot, and I guess we have as long as you need to tell your story. So, start somewhere and just keep going. Well, I was just just a typical, you know, high schooler, and. uh... <laughs> <laughs> Got roped into a, a conspiracy to dethrone my family and me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he's from around this area, underwater. All right. And uh, it's the kingdom he's part of is called Mizu Shobai. And I just kind of look over and go, but that's water? And I, uh, like, push down my scarf and show my gills. Oh, okay. All right. Still don't get it. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, there are two royal families in Mizu Shobai, and I was part of one. And, uh, they were fine with how I looked until it came close for me to take my place. And then they weren't fine with it. So, uh, my people are mostly green and have scales everywhere. But due to our bloodline, we have recessive genes. And the recessive genes, we look more humanoid. I mean, we really resemble humans, aside from the gills. But it's like really rare that they don't take kindly to that type of fish. So they're fish racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look too much like us. 
No, I was exiled, beaten, and tossed out. How do you how do you survive on dry land? Like, is there some kind of detriment to you, or do you have to drink water every five minutes, or are you just cool? Oh no, I'm cool. I have lungs and gills. Oh okay. Convenient. Oh, like Water World. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either or. Cool. After spending some time with newcomers Fiyama and Kazuki, the party decides to take the cart and find that it is filled with apple crates that in actuality contain drugs. The party decides to remove the branding from the side of the cart and offload the cargo into the woods. Gray, however, takes five files for himself. Here now is a clip from this part of the story. Oh, it's getting taken. Yeah, we get it, Mike. Yeah. We're going to take it and some terrible shit's going to happen. It's okay. We need to repaint this quick, but obviously we don't have the supplies right now. Um, yeah, we should probably inspect it before we just crawl inside and, you know, get get eaten by it or something. How about... So, what 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 insignia is on the side of this thing? Just a green... Grayberry Farms. Is it painted, etched? Yeah. Oh Painted. yeah! Can you like? Can you like burn that off? I'm gonna take the fireball that I've been holding the whole time, and just like, like just run it burn. across the surface. Burn that off. Yeah, just like nice and slow. Just like start peeling the paint off. Is that a free action? What did you think we were going to set the card on It doesn't interfere with his plan, so he's not making you roll for it is what's going on right now. If he wanted it set on fire, I think he would have said that set the card on fire. It, no, if it interfered with his plans, he was going to make his ass roll for it to see if he burned a bitch to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> now, to be fair, it wouldn't have burned to the ground because I can Zuko style it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this isn't as wild as Fireball, yeah. I feel like a bunch of kobolds are coming on this fucking thing. Well, that's why we're dealing with it before we just go, Hey, guys, let's get in the cart. <laughs> After I get done painting it, or... Can I smell anything weird? Fire. Okay. Can I, like, shake the cart? Make sure nothing, like... Okay, can I shake the cart? Just, like, just to make sure, you know, nothing's, like, alive. Uh oh, her cards. Yeah. Uh what is that a D six? Two D six? Oh ooh. Sorry guys. Alright, now you guys know there's something. Gray relays, this feels really heavy. There may be something inside that's really heavy. Let's just open it and kill the fucking six headed demigorgon that comes out of it. <laughs> so we can take this cart. <laughs> So are we Ben Barr and lifting gates here, or are we going to just rip this shit yeah. off the side? Otherwise, we're just going to be standing by for three hours. Yeah, so you want me to roll? Yeah, go for it, man. All right. All right, let me give it a try. Yeah, that happens. Beautifully. Nice. Badisher wants to open a crate and look inside. Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's do it. Hey, can I see that vial? You eat oh. everything. <laughs> hey, hey, can we see one of these vials? Don't, guys, 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 this hey, looks... Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I'm gonna take this... Can I take a file? I don't oh. care what this is. I'm gonna take a I file, know. and we're gonna go outside, and I'm gonna immediately chuck it at one of the trees. That's closest to us. Or you could just drink it. How about far, farthest away from us? <laughs> what if the tree comes alive, man? I don't know. 
<laughs> Best thing if the tree comes alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Two D six. That goes away. Bye. Yeah. Uh, that is a ten. Fairy dust. Oh, it's fucking fairy dust, dude. That's what I said. It le- look. At least it was far away from us. I agree. There's three thousand two hundred and forty vials. If that's okay. what you're talking about. Okay. So can 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 Gray have ten of these five? Just spin. Okay. Yes, the dumb one that I broke. One. So three thousand two hundred and thirty-nine <laughs> miles of what? Do we know what this is? I'm gonna assume we... it's fairy dust. Melody's uh, had some shit on. We that. have no idea what this is. It's anthrax. Oh god. <laughs> Well, what That's would I do? Drink it. Drink it to find out. No! Don't listen to the skull. He's being Can, I, can I please have ten of these vials? Whoever has the highest constitution needs to rub this shit in their mouth because otherwise you're going to be fucking stuck being high forever. I Ask me how I know. Fun. <laughs> and wait, Mike, didn't you say I have some sort of resilience to it because I've done it so Yes, long? that's true. <laughs> that's you being- missed... You and Mist have like a, a plus one to that shit to get out of it because you've been high so many times. Yeah, do it, Melody. Taste it. Okay, Go over that have, tree and lick the tree. Find out if this is. Can somebody <laughs> like? Can we like restrain her first? Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh, man, just go lick the tree. It's fine. Lick the tree? No, it's probably got broken glass. I thought you were a, a you know, risk taker. Let's go. Come on. Help All you. right. All right. Oh, God, no. Don't. Considering nope. we've been running bounties, we might have heard of it. So, so guys, but I'm an angel, so I don't really do drugs. Don't do if it. it's not going to have an effect on me, if it's not going to have an effect on me, I guess I'm going to have to try it and see. You'll know what it tastes like. Because I would know. So, what am I rolling? And and what? Or you said that it's not going to affect me, or it's unlikely. Okay. Well. What am I rolling on, basically? And do I get a plus one because I've basically, you know... Plus three? Holy crap. Frey's <sighs> taking five. Bashar's worried about whoever owns this is going to murder the shit out of all of us. Frey, don't I give begin, a fuck. We have the car anyway. I begin removing the crates from the car. Yeah, let's... Yeah, leave those fuckers on the side of the road. That's great. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm also, I'm also going to look die. at... Hold on. I'm also going to look at Kazuki and be like, Hey, can you get your uh, thing to help us? Okay. Yeah, he can do that. Sure, interested. I'm still taking five of these. Also, two, three. <laughs> also, while all this is happening, just because of what's... Just because of what the skull said, I take the bag of bones and feathers that I have and yeet it as far as I can into the woods. Frank tries to stop her. <laughs> it's it's only worth a hundred and like thirty gold, man. Uh, can we rectify him calling something first? Because uh, I think y'all might want to see this. It might stop everyone. I don't want anything to do with the the bones. Oh, let, let him let let him, let him take them. I took my five. Oh, so I just yell, Oki, like, Oki, and a giant crocodile, no, alligator, a giant alligator comes out of the woods. Spanisher wants to pet it. 
Holy shit. Gray has never ate that. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> I've never ate a crocodile. Not uh, don't survive. forget to describe it, too. I've seen one, but not to survive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so he's uh, about 35 feet long. He's a Jersey boy. Uh, and uh, he's got... He's missing like a third of his tail. Dad, a shark can talk to animals, and he says, hello, guy. How are you? Well, I can talk to animals, too, so I get to hear the response. Oh, okay. So he's like, uh... Nandeo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> I have never heard that language before. But I like it. What the dog Pastor has no idea what he's talking about. Fang no. starts chittering now. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm gonna look at the crocodile and be like, "Can you please help me move these into the woods?" And pointing at the uh, crates. I just slap him on the butt, and say "Yeah," and he does it. Just as the group is about to depart, three centaurs show up looking for the card, but are confused to find one without the appropriate branding and not containing the cargo they were suspecting. The players eventually convince the centaurs that this is the party's cart and not the one they are looking for. With a hint of doubt, the centaurs leave the scene, and when Fiamma wishes them well in the name of her god, they really disrespect his farewell. Here are some highlights from that interaction. <laughs> hey! Hey, guys! <laughs> Centaur and... Centaur? Centaur? Tar Cent? What do you mean, what are we doing to the cart? Doesn't belong to you. How do well, you I know that? I see your name on it, pal. Yeah, there's nothing on it. Why are you retrieving our cart? How do you know it's your cart? <laughs> this is where we our stopped to make right here? There was no cart here. Yeah, no symbol, huh, buddy? I open the door so they can see inside it. Yep. They just seem just passed out on the floor of the court. You see what they think is a drunk friend, and and that's pretty much it. What's with the fucking questions? As you can see, we don't have your stuff. Is there a problem here, officer? <laughs> I mean, I've been wandering these woods a lot, and I haven't seen any other carts. Not anywhere close to here. No. Can we uh, put while it on they're top leaving, of the I shout out after them. May Alpan be with you. Well, that's not nice. I hope they die. Sounds like they're going to. Listen, Kazuki, I need you to memorize what they look like, because next time I run across them, I'm going to kill them. That guy with the horse top is going to be hard to forget. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm sure glad I asked you to burn that off. Mm -hmm. And move the drugs. 
Hey, drugs was all me, boys. I knew that would bring some trouble. After journeying for some time, our adventurers arrive at a small town and enter it in the hopes of procuring some provisions. After haggling down the price for some meat at the local inn and dodging the advances of a sketchy barmaid, our party makes their way out of the village. Let's see how the players respond to this scenario. Um, we've made a long journey and we have a couple of animals that we need to make sure get fed. So we were wondering if you had anything that was acceptable for a raptor and a mule to consume. Fang uh, crawls out of the mouth of the skull and goes up to my shoulder and starts chittering erratically. <laughs> I can perform a song? Is, is that good? Two, two or three days worth, probably. Sounds awful expensive. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds expensive. I'm going to walk up and be like, what if I put on a little show for you? Oh, wow. Please, please, yeah, try to charm them. <laughs> Always the same thing. Not sex. <laughs> I offered a song, but... Uh, I'm going to give him an example. Uh, I'm going to summon another fire in my hand. Then I'm going to Zuko style it to be like two tiny dancers. Though... Obviously, you have to roll for Zuko style. Well, I'm just doing it in front of him right now. But I do have to roll for Zuko style, so. 11. Four. I have perfectly adequate control of my fire, sir, and I just storm off in a huff. I'm trying to see. I don't have a lot in my bag. And probably nothing that they'd really want. I have rope. You literally just picked up a fat stack of cash. Can, can I try to haggle my charisma? Yeah, you got a bunch of charisma. Did he say that meat was rotten? Yeah, I was about to say, you said the meat's about to go bad. You said that you're going to, you know, need to basically unload this meat pretty soon anyway. And I just figured that, you know, since we were And how much, and how much meat, how much meat was he really giving? high price. Three days worth for the character. Heading just outside the village, the party arrives at a small farm in the hope of procuring the additional provisions they need to make make it to the next town. Melody speaks with the owners of the farm, a halfling family with a husband, wife, and two children. The husband tries to grossly overcharge for the grains, but Melody barters a deal with him instead. If they can eliminate the mole that plagues his farm, he will give them what they need. Here is some of that interaction now. Okay. Jesus. Alright. Yeah. These are some money-grubbing assholes. Yeah. yeah. Because everybody looks rich. I I think you can do better than that. Because, you know... Let's just kill him and take his shit. <laughs> we were basically uh, on our way to another town, and... Can I roll for charisma to say that, you know, I just don't think we can do that, so. 
I just don't think we can do that, and um, I'm just wondering if you can lower your price for us. Oh! <laughs> wow. I don't yeah. want to know what I did to get that score, so please. Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. With this shit again. This guy's a pervert. <laughs> Can I discuss it with my party? I tell them I tell them what I just heard. Gray, have you ever eaten a mole for survival before? I'm not eating a mole, but he wants you to catch him a mole. Mm-hmm. Why can't he catch you know what? Is he gonna give the grain for free? Yeah, if we catch the mole, he will give the grain for free. You guys, what do you think? We just catch this damn Mole. Yeah, sure. It's a mole. Sure. Sh- shouldn't Fang be able to find this thing really easily? Yeah, hunt and track. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Maybe we could tell it to go somewhere else since, mo- since like t- at least two of us can talk to it. Sure. You got charisma. You talk to it, and if that doesn't work, then we'll kill it. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, we do have a thirty-foot alligator. 30-foot alligator, someone who keeps lighting fires. How? While Padishar and Melody head to the field to eliminate the mole, Fiyama, Grey, and Kazuki notice that they are being followed by the three centaurs that had questioned them before and head to confront them. This ultimately escalates into a fight between them and the centaurs. Let's check in with Padishar and Melody in the field. Man... I'm just going to let y'all know, I smell them nasty-ass centaurs. I think they're around. They smell Hey, didn't you want to kill them? You're goddamn right I did. I'm just saying, I can smell them, and they're close by. Did you say they were near the cart? Hey, guys, I think I see that goofy-looking motherfucking one. (laughs) That centaur? Yeah, I definitely see him. Wait, you can smell them? Yeah, I can smell them. I told you I'm a werewolf. Do I smell funny? No, not. I mean, I mean, not like really. Salmon. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you smelled like something I've eaten before, but like, mm-hmm. like a fish person. So it's fine. I'm not gonna eat you. Okay. <laughs> so he's a werewolf, a not a werecat. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I have no reason to eat you. But I see, I see those uh, centaur. Are they walking towards us? All right, I'm not too uh, worried about it. I'm gonna track this mole down. I'm gonna start strolling towards them over here. Hey! I didn't say that. I didn't say that. That was the damn head. Can I do my uh, hunt and track with uh, Fang? <clears throat> All right. That's a plus two for me on that. That's a ten. We're finding that bastard. Uh, Fang says uh, the farmer up there don't like him too much and wants him to be removed. And uh, him and his uh, father have been hired to do so. (laughs) I've been asked to do so. Nah, Fang wants to drag him up to the surface. 
Yeah, like pull him up. His strength, my strength. Alright, well. What is his strength? Um, Padishar is going to try to kill this thing quickly with a double strike. So I get to add an extra d4 to my, my hit. So that's on strength. So 2d6. That's an 8, so that's going to happen. So 1d8 and 1d4. Right. Yes, 1d8, 1d4. Alright. So that is a 6. And a 4 for 10 damage. Good. Good. Nice. Alright, well, Fang is dragging it ass backwards. Uh, and it's it's kicking at him and shit, and I just uh, chop it in half. Eventually, Padishar and Melody flush out the mole and kill it with the aid of Padishar's animal companion, Fang. At the same time, the other three party members eliminate the centaurs one by one, leaving no survivors. After completing his business with Melody, the farmer ventures out to the road only to see the massacred centaurs and quickly retreating into his home, terrified that he might be next. The session ends with the party inspecting the dragon egg as it had begun to move and a crack forms on its exterior. Here are some highlights from the fight. Hi! When you all left us last time, you decided to flip me the bird when, you call, when I called out in the name of my god. I raise my palm, I summon a ball of fire, but this time it's black. Uh, for, for your knowledge, uh, it's from Hell's Heart. When I summon fire with any of my moves, I replace it with the black fires of Hell itself. It doesn't burn with heat and ignores armor, scorching the soul itself. The creatures without souls can't be harmed by it, though. No, but you disrespected my god, which is equally the same. And then I'm going to just, like, put my hand on him. Yes. I literally walk up to him while he's still, like, confused about, you know, why we're talking to him, and just slap the fuck out of him. Haha, <laughs> you slapped the shit out of him. Kazuki's <laughs> attacking immediately. The guy with the bow on Fiyama. The one I slapped, I'm gonna look at him and be like, you are never to disrespect my goddess's name, and then I'm going to summon my burning brand weapon. Um, let's also go with a spear. A black flame appear in my hand, and I like hold my hand up, kind of like I'm holding a spear already, and slam it on the ground, and it forms out of it. I'm just gonna throw my spear into his chest. Gray's gonna try to attack this thing now. Uh, the one that kicked, uh. What's it? Whatever. Yeah, Kazuki. Alright. Uh, I jump up and hit him in the side of the head. Still going after the one that I uh, slapped. I'm going to twirl the spear around into a fighting position and stab at him. Instead of, uh, like, gaming for the body, I aim specifically for the foot. Okay, I guess I'm going to go and 
uh, try and tackle him or yeah uh, as I go to tackle him uh, I grab the knife that he stabbed me with and like pos position it behind him as we fall over and he falls on it so I guess I'm gonna run how am I far enough away or can I run over to him and and uh, hit him in the back of the head Oh, okay. Okay, I'll, uh, I guess I'll take a leap towards him to try right. to attack him. <laughs> All right, well, uh, as we arrive, me and Fang see what's going on, right. and uh, we jump at him. Um, I'm going to do my, uh, you said plus, plus one advantage? Oh, shit, that's happening, because I got Fang helping me. All yeah, right, so I'm going to do the, uh, the uh, Viper Strike, so I get an extra D4. So that's a 13 that's happening so we're getting a d8 and a d4 shit another 10 oh man so i jump up and i basically hit him uh i guess where since he's a centaur i guess i would hit him in basically where the base of his uh you know where the base of his spine would be Right there in the neck. Uh, stab my claws into them. I would assume that we would be going for center mass, so like the waist and chest area. Uh, my sword and my dagger. Uh, very specifically, the one that flipped the bird is getting burned alive. Or burned. 